Father, right now, just come and just begin to move and touch in every single heart. Would you right now lift your hands to God? Wherever you are, the presence of God is here to touch and to move and to heal and to set people free. And as you open your heart to Him, His presence is going to come right now just where you are and fill the room that you're in. Would you just call on His name right now? Jesus, you make the darkness tremble. Jesus, come, silence every single work of the enemy so that we can encounter you afresh in your holy name. And all God's people say, Amen. Fantastic. Let's give it up for our band. Thank you, guys. You can grab a seat. So great to have you with us. Hello, Everlife Church. I wish we could do this face-to-face, but I am so glad that you have taken the time to join us today on live and uh, be a part of the family here. Hey, before we get into the Word, I just wanted to honor your senior pastors, Pastor Chafin and Jess. They're just some of the most generous people. Come on, give it up for them. Give them some love emojis. Uh, We just love their passion for God, their passion for people. We just love how they love the church and want to see so many people saved. And I just love that initiative that you have together done, giving so generously to the poor. And I tell you what, that just uh, moves God's heart because it definitely moved mine. And I just pray that God would just open the windows of heaven over you and your church as you give so that God can bless you, but also bless through you. Amen. Fantastic. Well, we're going to get straight into the Word today. I am so, so excited. I want to ask you a question. I want to ask you a very important question. In fact, if you were stuck on a desert island and you could only take one material thing with you, what would it be? What would it be? Have you thought about that? Have you ever thought about what material thing is the most valuable to you, the most precious to you? You're not allowed to take your mobile phone because there's no Wi-Fi where you're going. You're not allowed to take your friends or your family because you're not allowed to take people. It needs to be a material thing. Some of you might take a flare gun or some shelter or a hammock for comfort. It's it's a tricky one because it's a question that's asking you to prioritize what you value the most. What is the most important thing in your life? Jesus gave us some insight into what it should be. Do you want to know what he said? In Matthew chapter 4, verse 4, he said this. uh, Satan was tempting him after 40 days of fasting to turn some of the stones into bread. And Jesus answered this. He said, it is written that man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Jesus said the most important priority for men, of course, food is important, water is important, shelter is important, but I want you to know how God has created you. He's also created you with a need to hear the voice of God, to receive fresh revelation, to 
download from God on a daily basis. Some of us may not consider that as important, but God says, hey, listen, I made you and I know what you need. And yes, you need bread to live. But let me tell you, you can't live on bread alone. You actually need to have a relationship with God where God is speaking to you on a daily basis. You need to hear His voice every day of your life if you truly are to live the kind of life that God has for you. Now, He's not saying man cannot live on bread alone, but must read his Bible every day. He's not talking about the written Word of God. If you look at that word, word in that Scripture, it's actually rhema or revelation. So He's saying, listen, you need to hear the voice of God, the now revelation of God for you in this season on a daily basis if you want to truly, truly live. You know, when you look around at the crazy things that's happening in the world right now, when you look around at uh, all the experts and, and you look around at all the contradicting information you get, uh, it can bring a lot of insecurity, it can bring a lot of anxiety, it can bring depression. It, you can hear so many things that's going around that can actually become quite an unstabilizing foundation for us to live in. And in this moment, all the more, I'm so grateful that you and I can go to a higher source and we can hear from God whose word is unchanging, whose revelation is always perfect, who is able to stabilize us through the most traumatic season in what our lifespan has been so far. Um, you know, I was talking to my boy the other day and he was saying to me, you know, Dad, you always talk about God said. You know, you spend some time with God and God said this and God said that. He goes, you know, Dad, I don't think I've ever heard God's voice. And he was actually quite discouraged. We were driving in the car alone, and so he's just sharing his heart with me. And in that moment, I literally felt grieved because I can just imagine how God feels. God actually wants to speak to him. God actually has a desire for him to hear his voice. And, and there's certain things that were blocking the path. And so today I want to share with you about how to hear God's voice. Today I want to share about how to download an everyday revelation because God is raising up Everlife Church to be a prophetic church. God is raising up Everlife Church to be a church that on a daily basis, every member of that church is hearing from God for the their family, hearing from God for their city, hearing from God for their marriage and for their workplace. God wants to lead you. He doesn't want you to go through this season blind. He wants to lead you and through His leading, you're going to prosper in this season. But how do you hear the voice of God? That's what my son asked me. And I want to share with you four very quick points in the time that we have on how to hear the voice of God so clearly. Here's the first thing, we need to realize that you already have the capacity to hear Him. You have to realize you already have the capacity to hear Him. Um, just this week, I was sitting with my youth pastor and I was telling him that I am going to a board meeting where I have to read 400 pages of documents before I go in. Yes, yay for me. Woo! <laughs> Beautiful bedtime reading, I tell you. And uh, I have to read 400 pages. I said, if only I had some sort of gadget 
that would read the documents for me while I was lying down or sleeping or driving, that would save me. And he said, PJ, you know you've got an iPhone 11, don't you? And I said, yes. So, so what does that mean? He goes, iPhone 11 has the ability to read and to speak. And I'm going, are you serious? And he goes, yes. And so he actually showed me to get the iPhone out. And I'm going to actually show you what is actually able to happen if you have an iPhone 11. This is what it is actually able to do. Are you ready? You're going to be so impressed. I expect a lot of wows. All right. Check this out. Let's do that again. One more time. Are you ready? Ready to wow. Life Church, it is so awesome to be with you today. How cool is that? It's got the ability to read and to speak, and it's always had that ability. I've had the phone for over six months, and I didn't know that it was already inbuilt to the item for it to read and to speak to me in a language that I could understand. And so many Christians don't know that it's already inbuilt in them, that when you gave your heart to Jesus and His Holy Spirit filled your life, something popped open in you, and you now have the ability to supernaturally hear God, hear heaven, download revelations. All you have to do is have some help to help you identify and open it up and actually be able to access what has already been inbuilt into you. You see, this is what John chapter 10, 27 says. This is Jesus speaking. He says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. Jesus said, if you're one of his sheep, then listen, you have the ability, it's inbuilt in you to hear his voice. Now that word here actually is translated to be endowed with the faculty of hearing. That means you are not deaf. That means you have been given the ability. It's there. You may not know it, but I'm here to stir up hope in you. I'm here to tell you that God already has given you the ability to hear His voice. If anything, I want to stir up faith that this week you go into the presence of God knowing that you have the ability to download God's voice in your personal time. May it stir up faith in you. So how do you hear God's voice? Okay, we can hear it. I recognize I can hear God's voice. The second thing is that we can recognize or we must recognize that God speaks in many, many ways. When I was younger, I used to get discouraged because the pastor or the preacher would come to church and say things like, God spoke to me. And so I initially thought every time he said God spoke to him, he heard God audibly with his natural ears. Like imagine that. But over time, as I've been in church, I've realized that for most of these guys, when they say God spoke to them, it's not an audible voice that you hear with your natural ear, but it's a voice, a still small voice that's in your spirit. See, God speaks to people differently. Not everyone will hear Him audibly. In fact, the majority won't. But let me share some ways that you can hear God's voice. The first one is this. You can hear God's voice through His Word. 
In fact, for me, whenever I say God speaks to me, it's when I'm reading my word and the word jumps up and smacks me across the face. And it's like, wow, well, that's what God is speaking through. And so for so many of us, it's time to get back to our word. It's time to spend time in the written word of God. And when you fill your life with the written word of God, he will breathe on it and make it revelation. Have you ever woken up one morning and all of a sudden you've got a worship song in your head that you've never sung or haven't sung for years? Hey, God's putting Scripture into your heart and bringing it to remembrance. Or have you ever woken up or in your prayer time got a Scripture that you remembered from, you know, when you, when you were a little kid in Sunday school, some 10, 15, 20, if you're Chafin's age, 50 years ago, right? Right? Because he's nearly 50 now. And... Uh, you know, but that's the Holy Spirit bringing Scripture to remembrance. I love that. That God can speak to you through the written Word and He can breathe it out so that it becomes living Word. For other people like my wife, God speaks to her through pictures. And so when she's in prayer, she'll see a picture and she'll start to describe this picture. And she asks the Lord to give her more insight. He'll give her some insight into what he's trying to say to her. I love that. But it's different from me. And the most wonderful thing is realizing God speaks to people differently. I don't have to be Sharon. Sharon doesn't have to be me. But God loves us equally. And God wants to speak to us. Hey, third group of people, you know, they uh, get the voice of God through godly authority. God speaks to them through the people that they've put in authority over their life. Just this week as I was in prayer, God put a picture of this lady in our church that I, you know, don't know very well. And so I got her number and I sent her a text message because I felt there was a scripture for her. And she wrote back immediately with a lot of crying emojis that uh, she'd been praying for an answer. And uh, God spoke to her through her senior pastor's text just because I'm a person of authority over her life and she had been praying to God and saying, God, give me an answer between A or B and through my text of encouragement and my scripture, God spoke to her. How awesome is that? God wants to speak to us. Man cannot live. Woman cannot live. Humankind cannot live on bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And here's the fourth way that God speaks to people. He speaks to people through introduced thoughts. Introduced thoughts, random thoughts that come into your head that you've not been thinking about. You just woke up and all of a sudden there's an introduced thought and, and, and God can speak to you that way. As I mentioned to you, my son was talking to me about, you know, not hearing from God and and as I was driving in the car with him, I started to pray in my spirit. I said, God, he really wants to hear you. He really wants to hear your voice. And so I began to pray for him as I was driving in the car. And then at the end of the prayer, I said, did God speak to you? He goes, no, nah, nothing, nothing. God didn't speak to me at all. And I was so discouraged. Like, God, come on. The guy wants to speak to you. He asked me to ask you. And, you know, this is a perfect moment, God for you to speak to him and really just build his faith. Anyway, I kept on praying and uh, the Lord said to me, he needs to fast and pray. 
And now he's a 13-year-old kid. You know what I mean? And so I'm wrestling in my heart. He needs to fuck. Out of the blue, he goes, you know what? Next week is school holidays. I'm going to fast Xbox for the whole week, and I'm going to pray. And instantly, I stopped him. I said, where did you get that from? He goes, what do you mean? I said, that is God. He goes, that's not God. That's not God. Dad, seriously, I just got that thought. He goes, I said to him, son, firstly, God spoke to me to tell you to fast. And before I even got a chance to speak that out to you, a 13-year-old just happens to come up with this idea. You know what? Next week's school holidays, I'm going to fast Xbox for the whole week. I said, that is Jesus. That is a revival. That is heaven speaking so clearly. I feel it. And he goes, really? It, it, but it just came like a thought. I said, yeah. When you surrender yourself to Christ, he's able to introduce thoughts to you to lead you and to speak to you. But now you've got to be obedient. Now, whenever you get these thoughts, you've got to line it up with Scripture, of course. You've got to line it up with the authority that you're under and say, hey, listen, I got this thought. Is this God? And sure, you've got to do the checks and the balances so you don't go crazy and go off, off key. But if it lines up with the Word of God, in fact, if it encourages you to come closer to God, let me tell you, it's not the devil. It's not you. It's God. In this particular case, I said, Levi, if it's not you, because you don't want to give up one week's worth of Xbox, and I think I just gave my son's name away. Uh, whoops. Or Noah Micah. It could be anyone. Uh, uh, or, you know, if, 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 if you naturally don't want to do it, and the action causes you to come closer to the Lord, do you honestly think it's yourself or the enemy? And if it crosses out those other two voices, maybe... You're hearing from God. And he was like, Dad, I think I think I heard from God. Isn't that awesome? It's so amazing. Why? Because God loves you. Why? Because God wants to have a relationship with you. Why? Because God wants to lead you through every storm of your life. Why? Because you can't live on bread alone, but by every word that comes from His mouth. Do you know, the Bible tells us in Genesis that at the cool of the day, the Lord would walk with Adam at the cool of the day in creation. That was the intimacy. That was the relationship that God wants with every single one of you. And through Christ Jesus, through what He did on the cross, your sin is forgiven your shame is washed clean and you don't have to stand far from God but you can come close to God and have a relationship where you hear His voice every day of your life how do you hear the voice of God well the last one is to make space make space in your life to hear Him once you've recognized that God wants to speak to you, once you recognize that He speaks to people in different ways, and once you fill your spirit with His Word, then the last thing to realize is that God, uh, if you make time for God, make space and time in your life, God is going to speak directly to you. The Bible tells us that Jesus would often withdraw himself from all the disciples, from all the crowds, just so he could spend time with the Father.
father just so that he could hear God's voice. When you separate yourself from the distractions and the noise and the people, you have this opportunity to silence the other voices and tune in to his voice. God wants to speak to you. Make space in your calendar. Wouldn't it be wonderful if every member of Everlife Church made space every day of their life, before they got into the busy work, before they got into their family life, before they got out of their home, they just made space. God, today, I want to hear your voice. God, today, I know you love me. You want to lead me. You want to give me insight. You want to speak to me. You want to give me direction. You want to show me what to do. Oh, yes, I'm going to make some space. You know, for me, as the world gets busier and and church life gets busier and state life and married life and family life and sport life and whatever it is gets busier, I found that I've got to become so, so deliberate about making space. One of the things I've started doing now is putting my phone, are you ready, on flight mode. Flight mode is a gift from Jesus. It is a gift from Jesus to every single one of us. And when I want to spend time alone with Jesus, it often is Facebook will give me a notification and Instagram will give me a notification. Someone will call me. Someone will send an email. But now that I've got flight mode, it's just me and Jesus. Make space. Make space. In fact, today, with the short time that we have left, we're going to make some space to hear God's voice. Amen. And if you're watching this uh, sermon online or if you're here in the room, just where you are, I've already done the preaching. Now it's your job to do the responding. I'm going to give you an opportunity just where you are to just close your eyes and just to lift your hands to God. I'm going to pray for people here that want to hear the voice of God again. You're going to spend the rest of your life developing a fresh sensitivity to hearing His voice. But as you do, today is going to be a turning point for so many of you right where you are. So come on, let's pray together. Father, you see these hearts raised to you. You see these hands turn to you. Father, signs of surrender. People saying, God, we want to live hearing your voice on a daily basis. I thank you, Father, for that word that man cannot live on bread alone. But I also, Lord, claim that scripture, Father God, that your sheep know your voice. So right now, we turn to you. I pray for an increase of the prophetic over every member of Everlife Church. I pray for fresh clarity to hear the Word of God on a daily basis. I pray that every obstacle that has stopped people from hearing your voice be broken right now in Jesus' name. Where the enemy has lied to people and said they will not be able to hear your voice or that you don't want to be close to them. I take authority over that and I break that right now. I say, speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. And right now in this room and in every other room that people are currently in, come. Have your way, Lord Jesus. We make space for you. Thank you, God. Just where you are, the presence of God, just come. Some of you are going to get some pictures in your heart. Some of you are going to get scriptures. Some of you are just going to get an introduced thought. 
right now. Father, you love us. I thank you, God, that you're speaking to us afresh and anew. There are some people here, I sense, that are in a, in a crossroads when it comes to your career. I'm not really sure how many, but you don't know which way to go. Do I do this or do I do that? And the Lord says to you, I want to lead you into the career that you're meant to be. And as you come into my presence and you lift up those two options to me, I'm going to clearly, I'm going to make it so clear which one you are to travel on, which one you're supposed to go along. Right now, if you do that, He's going to speak to you just where you are. Father, make it clear to them, you haven't called us to walk this life in the darkness, but to walk in the light, because you are light to us. So Father, illuminate our path so that we can do and live according to what you have called us to. I ask this now in the holy name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Absolutely amazing. And I think first time Cam, MD, the back there, had to go doing that, have, have some fun with the technology. So good. Mickey did so awesome. And hey, we absolutely loved every single one of you joining us here tonight. But what we want to do before the end of every single service is to give you an opportunity to begin a relationship with God. Uh, maybe you have never been to church before. You don't know what all this God stuff is about. Or maybe you've been to church before, but years ago, you've sort of slipped away from relationship with God. Well, you know, God's voice to you, let it be loud and clear, like Pastor Joel has been speaking about, his invitation right now in this moment, if I can make it clear enough, is that he loves you so much. He wants to draw you close to him so he can lead you through the valleys, the highs and the lows of life. You don't know what's ahead of you, but you can take hold of the God who does know, and he has your best intention at heart. You know, what we say every single week is that Jesus is the one. Jesus is the one who's made it possible for us to have a relationship with God. God loved you so much that He sent Jesus down 2,000 years ago before you were even born to die on the cross to make sure that there's a way that you can know God. Jesus on that cross, He took our sin, my guilt, my sin and my shame, as well as the same thing that He did for you. So take your guilt, your shame upon Himself. He paid the sacrifice, He paid the debt that we owe to God so that we can be made clean. He can clear the way. He can make a way for us to know God, our Heavenly Father, who loves us so much. The Bible makes it clear that Jesus died and then He rose again three days later from the grave, victorious over death, victorious over sin, so He can give us hope that stretches beyond this life. As good as it, as good, good as it is, it can be very painful at times as well. And God has a hope for every single one of us beyond the grave as well. And so if that's you in this moment, and you want to say yes to God in your heart. And this moment, you want to say, God, I, I just open up my heart. I don't understand it all, but God, tonight I put my faith in what you've done for me through Jesus. I say yes to you. Then I, I want to invite you, please, would you say this prayer with me? It's a beginning point right now. You know, some call it a sinner's prayer. We call it the, the beginner's prayer to begin a relationship with God. Would you just pray with me as I pray this prayer? Dear Lord God, I come to you. I open up my heart to you. Would you come? Would you forgive me of my sin? Lord, I put my faith in what you've done for me on that cross. 
I thank you, Jesus, that you washed me clean of my sin. Lord, I thank you that you rose victorious from the dead after you died on that cross. And Lord Jesus, right now, receive your forgiveness or receive your eternal life. God, would you fill me with your love? Would you fill me with your peace? Would you fill me with your joy from this moment on for the rest of my life until that day I see you face to face? In Jesus' name. And Lord God, I pray for every single person that's prayed that prayer. I pray that right now you'd fill them with your peace and with your joy, Lord God, that you'd empower them to live this life for you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Hey, that is so exciting. I reckon that we can give these guys a massive round of applause for, for those of you that have made this decision. We're so, so glad you made the best decision you've done. And we would love to hear from you. Please click on the link in the comment section. It's pinned right there. We would love to hear from you. DM us or click on that link. You'll be able to find a way there. Also, feel free to hang out for our Zoom after party. And you also find that link in the comment section right there is pinned to the comment section. We'd love you to join, to jump on Zoom after for a bit of an, a Zoom after party. We also invite you along to our dinner parties as well. And we're so, so glad that you could join us for Everlife Digital, our first live service. We're pretty good. We're pretty good. Thank you, team. We love you. We'll see you next week.